Wildcard weekend is upon us. And where may Lamar Jackson land if it's not in Baltimore? We'll hit all that more on today's episode of Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NFL Thursday, Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals, Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. We together make up the duo that is locked on NFL Thursday. Thank you for making locked on NFL your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked on NFL is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five picks, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. We are chock full of games on Saturday and Sunday and Monday upcoming. Chris Carter and your boy Q tomorrow will dive deeper into these games, but Tyler and I want to have our chance. We're going to go through all six games. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. the biggest stories who we think are going to win. But first, Lamar Jackson has been a polarizing character, okay? Yes. For me, I didn't understand the hype early on. Rookie year broke all kinds of rushing records. Year mm-hmm. two was able to throw the ball a little bit better in his MVP season. I thought right. year three, two years ago was his best year before getting injured. But now, just like any sort of quarterback who has some sort of injury concerns, when the rookie scale contract is up, questions come into play. Tyler brought mm-hmm. up this as a topic to talk about today. I think it's fascinating. Tyler, Baltimore is probably the leader in the clubhouse right now to retain the yeah. rights of, of Lamar Jackson. But let's play funsy doodles here. If it's not Baltimore, and there would have to be some sort of trade with massive, you know, with a massive contract extension where he lands and massive uh, draft yeah. capital to go back, where do you think the best landing spot for him would be if it's not to stay in Baltimore? Well, number one, obviously, this is coming up because Baltimore just gave the biggest deal to a linebacker in the entire NFL. And it makes people raise their eyebrows of, hey, if you're giving out that code to Roquan Smith, where are you going to get the money to give to Lamar Jackson? Now, as you said, Baltimore is obviously sitting pretty with the franchise tag, but I think they could even franchise tag Lamar and use that to facilitate a trade to where he would go and get a long-term extension. We've seen that happen before. So for me, number one out of the gate, I have been asking for an exciting quarterback to go to this team for years. At first, now, I had my eye. What? Wait, 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 go ahead. No, no. Are you going to say it? At first, you had your eye on who? Kyler Murray. I yeah. thought Kyler Murray would have been the choice and would have been a good fit. But now things have presented themselves. And I think Lamar Jackson is actually the better fit for the Miami Dolphins. Look, There are two parts to this. Number one is exciting. Number two is sad. Number one, the exciting part. Lamar Jackson, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Mike McDaniel with his young, hip swagger. I think that would be an awesome fit. Lamar Jackson on South Beach, baby. Burning it up. We like it hot. Oh, man. Lamar would just be a perfect fit with not only the team, but the culture. It it would be great entertainment. And obviously, as we talk all the time, that's what we're in here for. We want to be entertained. At the end of the day, the sad part is Tua was ruled out for the game 
against Buffalo in the playoffs. And I think that there's, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's a realistic scenario here where Tua never plays again. Those head injuries and what we saw from him this year, he might have had three concussions this year. And no one will forget that scene in Cincinnati, which somehow Cincinnati just continues to be the place yeah. where these awful things happen. I'm not blaming Cincy for that, but it's just weird. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I don't think that it's crazy to say that maybe Tua steps away from the game, um, at maybe not forever, but at least for a while to ensure that his health is right. And if that's the case, I think Miami over the last few years, they got knocked the first round pick for tampering with Tom Brady. Miami will be aggressive. That's what we know. And I think going out and paying a buttload of picks that they have in the future to get Lamar Jackson and then giving him a big deal, I think that's definitely a possibility. I think it would be very entertaining as well. I think that's right. And the thing about Tua is like, I'm not comparing this to by any stretch, but it's like, it's like, you know, when like Kareem Hunt was cut by Kansas City for the egregious right. acts that he portrayed. Right, right. Because it wasn't Kansas City, because Cleveland wasn't the team that he was employed by when it happened, other teams mm -hmm. will sign him. I feel like with Tua, Miami can't have him as quarterback anymore, it seems like. It's like, you know what? especially under the guise of did they do it the right way the first time? The right. Second he time? may not want to be there anymore right. at this point. So that's something that's interesting. And again, not comparing Kareem, but it's like you know, another action. team takes yeah. a chance on him, a fresh start to do it the right way. Maybe he'll play somewhere else. Lamar Jackson, that's interesting to me. The thing, the murder, the murderful, the, the nightmare fuel for me, the murderous thoughts that I have about this, like for the Arizona Cardinals, because I cover the Cardinals, is the 49ers for, for Lamar Jackson. Like yes. what the 49ers do, and I know it's going to be difficult because they just traded a couple first round picks to move up for Trey Lance. Like all of these mm -hmm. things, I understand. And they could get some picks back by trading Trey Lance. Right. I also understand that they figure it out. They always figure it out. Mm -hmm. They always they figure always out a do. way to leverage you know, leverage things to get Lamar Jackson. Imagine Lamar Jackson running Kyle Shanahan's offense. Just think about that for a second. Ooh. They wanted a mobile quarterback when they went up and got Lance to add an element to the offense. So I think that'd be great. And I will give Thursdays or Wednesdays locked on NFL host James Rapine the credit for that. Because we saw it in our Twitter DMs. We were talking about it earlier today. That was him that brought that up. I'm like, oh my mother. That would be so unfair <laughs> with Lamar Jackson running that offense just because you don't need to throw the ball that much. And imagine the run schemes that that he'd have for Lamar Jackson with Debo Samuel in the backfield, Christian McCaffrey. It'd be a cheat code, but it's just mm -hmm. interesting. And you know, I know, I know, Tyler, you have an honorable mention here as well, right? For Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I have. I, I have two dark horses. I think uh, the New York Jets. They are desperately looking for a quarterback, and I think that can make a lot of sense for them. And we know defensive coaches love mobile quarterbacks because they know how hard it is to scheme against them. With that in mind, too, I think the Tennessee Titans, I know I got the Titans stuff behind, super dark horse, don't think it's likely, but I can see a swap with Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill on the last year of his deal, so Baltimore could use Tannehill for one year, then get off of him and look to revamp the quarterback position like they did when they got Lamar. Mike Vrabel could be looking to make a big splash now that he's the emperor of the Titans and he successfully won the power struggle with general manager John Robinson who was fired earlier this year. Super long shot, but just throwing that in there is a little bit of a dark horse because I think Mike Vrabel is looking to make some major changes in Tennessee now. But San Francisco, 
And Miami, I agree with you and myself, of course. Those are the best fits, in my opinion, and we'll see how that all shakes out. But it's time to dive into these playoff matchups. We're just going to go in order Saturday to Sunday to Monday. Can't wait to break all of this down. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys a little more about today's sponsor, BetOnline.net. And we're going to be going through the BetOnline odds as we go through these playoff games to keep you abreast of what the odds are there so you can go to BetOnline.net, make your wagers. They're their number one source, period, for sporting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for not only pro football, college football, pro and college basketball. They even have esports on Bet Online. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, want to tell you about the Ultimate Football GM app, guys. This is a fantastic app and it's incredibly addicting as well. Have you ever wanted to run your NFL franchise? You can with the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. You can hire and fire coaches, coordinators, uh, cut players, sign players, trade players, draft picks, manager formations, manager plate styles. I mean, literally everything is customizable. And the best part is, is you can create competitive leagues with your friends to take each other on. Right now, we have a league with all of the locked-on NFL hosts battling it out. Love a little trash talk here and there, but it's a perfect way to keep you entertained throughout the down times, not only in the playoffs now with less games, but as we get into the offseason, check out the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. And right now, if you use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps inside the game store, you can get a 100% free boost to your franchise. So go to ultimate-gm.com or download the Ultimate Pro Football GM in your app store. The Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Start your dynasty today. All right, here we go. It's football time. Tyler Rowland. Yes, sir. Um, there's playoffs that are being played, not by either of you know the teams that you and I cover. Um, <laughs> no, nope. but there is football being played nonetheless. So let's rip through these. We're going to do three this segment, three the next segment. In the biggest, most upsetting matchup, maybe because I think all of America, except for the referees in the Seattle Seahawks game last week. Right. Wanted to see the Detroit Lions play in the first round of the playoffs in the wild card round. That's not the case. Now we're going to see the Seattle Seahawks travel to the travel to Northern California to play the 49ers in an NFC West matchup in probably the most ugh, game of the wild card weekend. Now that's why I, they put it first. Yeah. Now the storylines are abound. We've seen them all year in the NFC West. Obviously, with me mm -hmm. having a front row seat. This is going to be Geno Smith. But the big story is: Can Brock Purdy get a win? Like and I for me at least, can Brock Purdy come in and continue to prove everybody wrong? He's been first in the NFL in a litany of categories since he took over five or six weeks ago. Like this isn't just like a flash right, in the pan. Right. This isn't Jimmy Garoppolo going five and zero when he got traded to the 49ers when they were already out of playoff contention in his first five mm -hmm. games. This is a true testament to a young gentleman who is making the most out of his opportunity. Who could be parlaying it into Trey Lance not being a quarterback for the 49ers next year. But this is a home game. 
The defense yeah. will have control of this game. You've got Christian McCaffrey. Do you see any way that Seattle wins this game at Levi Stadium in Northern California on Saturday? It's funny that you said the word parlay because I wanted to mention, shout out betonline.net. This game is a nine and a half point spread. So San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite. I think that's way too high. Personally, I think Seattle is going to keep it within one score. Uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think San Francisco wins because Brock Purdy is for real. I, I, I think that obviously you got to give the credit to Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is playing quarterback for San Francisco right now, de facto, but Purdy's able to execute, and all San Francisco has been looking for for quite some time now is just somebody to execute the offense. Debo Samuel is back. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk. Christian McCaffrey was a great addition for what they like to do. So, for me, I like what Seattle has going on. I like their team, but I just think that San Francisco's too well coached. They have too much talent across the board, and Seattle's Offensive line started to crack a little bit towards the end of the year. They weren't as good as they were earlier in the year. And I think that the the San Francisco 49ers defense is going to be ready to go. So I think that San Francisco does win this game, but I think it's closer than the spread would indicate. Yeah, and I think that's fair, especially in the first playoff game. There's some feeling out period. It's the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's little things like that. The one thing that could blow this wide open is if, the 49ers defense turns over Geno Smith a couple times, one of which potentially ending in a pick six or a scoop and score, things like that. And he's turned it over quite a bit here recently. Yeah. yeah. You know, because listen, Geno Smith may be at least through the first 10 or 12 weeks was the story of the year. You know, it's like yeah. the, the surprise story of the year, at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's kind of come back to earth. There is a reason why, and this is no knock on what he's done this year, what Pete Carroll has done, what that whole mm-hmm. offense has done. There is a reason why Geno Smith was never given an opportunity up until this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if he turns to the proverbial pumpkin, this could be a very ugly game. And if he doesn't, if he has the resolve that he's had all year, which got the Seahawks into a position to win a playoff game, it's going to be closer than, as you mentioned, the nine and a half points that, that, that's being given right now. I agree with you. Now let's well, give it up. I think here. that Geno, oh, well, one, I just want to say Geno Smith is like 20 other quarterbacks in the NFL. If you have great offensive line pet play, really great weapons, good play calling, they're going to look good. I mean, right. that's Baker Mayfield, that's Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tan. I mean, everybody outside of the elite, fight Brock Purdy. Yeah, so many quarterbacks in the NFL will look good if everything around them is really good. That's just the nature of team football. Now, for me, this is the most exciting game of wild card weekend. Oh, yeah, and that's a good one. In Jacksonville, um, mm-hmm. the Chargers in Jacksonville, the Hair Bowl, I guess you could call it. Trevor yes. Lawrence and Justin Herbert with their flowing locks. Um this is the future of football, these two. You know, Joe Burrow, like, they're younger than everybody else. So, technically, mm-hmm. this is Patrick Mahomes is three years older than Herbert, four years older than Trevor Lawrence. Right. Joe Burrow's a little older. I know that they're part of this group, but this is the first true test for both of them because Trevor Lawrence failed his first attempt. There was a pick six right. at the end of the game or however Jacksonville ended up winning that game. Trevor Lawrence played poorly. Bad end of that game, yeah. Had one complete dime to Christian Kirk for a touchdown. He looked bad. Okay. Yes. So you get a home game against what we said before the season started was one to 22. What, what I said, at least, was one to 22 of the best roster of starting football players in the NFL in the Chargers, being mostly healthy. I think with Mike Williams and Joey Bosa getting hobbled in week 18, I think they're both in line to at least be questionable to play, if not be probable. Um, but this is, this is the matchup of the weekend for me. 
Who do you see winning? Who do you like to win this game? And who do you think will inevitably win? Well, according to Bet Online right now, Jacksonville is a, a two point underdog yeah. at home. It's about right. I think that's absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're somebody who likes to do teasers, teasing up the Jaguars, teasing down the Bengals, I think that is an excellent teaser on betonline.net. But yeah, I, I think that I don't trust the Chargers. To pull this off, they always charger charger it up. They always find a way to do it. Um, but I would say that there are a lot of skeptics of Justin Herbert, despite the talent that we've seen on display. A lot of people like to say, what's he ever won? Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? At some point, they're right. So this is big for Justin Herbert to go in there as a road favorite and beat. A, I mean, the Chargers are a better roster than Jacksonville. They just are. So to me, I expect the Chargers to go in there and, and play with their hair on fire. But I think Jacksonville wins the game. And I would bet Jacksonville. And I, I think that Lawrence is just as good as Justin Herbert at the end of the day. And there's just something. The Jags didn't play well in that last game, but they've been hot at the end of the season. I think Jacksonville comes out on top. Well, it's interesting. If if you had to pick one side of the ball for all four of the, for all two, for both of those teams with the four options of which is playing the best Jacksonville's defense has been playing the best of the four, you know, Mm -hmm. offense, defense for both teams. So that, you know, turnovers are the great equalizer. And with Austin Eckler being healthy, with Keenan Allen being at full strength for the first time in a long time, I'm picking the Chargers because chargering it up only happens until it doesn't. They haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. The timeout with 20 seconds left in the 2021 season kept them from making the playoffs last year where Pittsburgh slid in, Mm -hmm. where it wasn't a tie with them and the Raiders. Like, this could be Justin Herbert's stamp of, I'm an elite quarterback moment. Trevor Lawrence, it doesn't matter. If he wins, if he loses, he's still got time. It's his second year. It doesn't really matter. But Justin Herbert, year three, you come in with those weapons and you put up a 30-burger and win convincingly on the road in wildcard weekend, nobody wants to play the Chargers after that in this playoffs. So no, we'll see. No, and then, yeah. yeah, so we'll see. And then the third one, I know the we go long. Game. We like going long. Unfortunately, we could go quick, quick on this one. one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dolphins going to Buffalo. It's probably not going to be warm in Buffalo, and Miami won't have their starting quarterback. Um, this Or their backup. Yeah, or their backup. Skyler Thompson starting. Where Josh Allen sits the fourth quarter. Uh, mm. You feel bad uh, that this is how the season may end for the Dolphins. Right. But also on the other side, Tyler, Buffalo needs to beat them by 40. Like, this yeah. needs to be a game where this needs to be a statement game. Like, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, watch, look, because they're going to have to go through – they're going to have to go through Kansas City, I think, right? And probably or, Joe Burrow. I mean, if yeah. Kansas City doesn't win their first game after the bye, then, yeah, but it, it looks like Buffalo is going to play Cincinnati next week if both those teams win. And I agree with you. The, the Bills need to – with the way that that – game win at times against New England. I think the Bills need to to ratchet it up. I mean, they got two kickoff returns in that game and one by 12. Yeah. So let, let's not act like Buffalo's offense was on full tilt all day long. They hit a long shot to Diggs. But I think Buffalo needs to play good football to get the momentum. He is Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans. Follow him on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Check me out on Locked On Cardinals Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast for both of us. And on YouTube, we'll wrap up the final three games, the other two Sunday games, and the Monday nighter, Tampa Bay and Dallas. We'll hit it all next, Locked On NFL Thursday, Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, 
then you got to try a built bar. We just got through the holidays. Okay. It's still like the holiday 15 is probably still on you. And I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier. And if you're looking to eat healthier, but you don't want to just eat kale and, you know, rabbit food and things like that, and you want something that tastes good, that's good for you, you got to try built. With built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, these things are so delicious, you won't think that they're good for you. They're perfect for your New Year's resolution. What what makes built bars so good? You may ask. Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste like candy bars while while maintaining amazing macros. Listen to this: 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't even need to wait around to get a box for years. We've been talking about ordering your Built Bars, ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. All right, folks, we are going to cap off this Thursday edition, this playoff edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Went over Lamar Jackson, possible destinations with his situation in Baltimore up in the air. Went over the game of our slate. Now we're going to get into the starting with the early game, middle game on Sunday. And that is the New York football game, three-point underdogs. Minnesota, and I gotta tell you in this one, Alex, we have been guys all year long that are higher on Daniel Jones than simple, probably been a little higher on the Giants. I think the Giants go in there and beat Minnesota. I don't trust Minnesota. I think that they are one of the more teams of the year. They've won so many close games. I don't believe in them. This is my upset special. I guess you could call Jacksonville an upset too, but uh, I mean, they're, I see those teams closer. I think the Giants go in there, run the ball down Minnesota's throat, and I think the Giants win that game. Interesting. Um, I don't agree. Uh, I feel like the one thing that's different between my Minnesota of old and Minnesota now is not only mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson, who adds a, a, right. a third option – for for mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, I feel like, and it's not there yet. Okay, it's not there yet, but I feel like the special in Justin Jefferson will supersede the special of Stephon Diggs. And Stephon Diggs had the Minneapolis miracle catch and run. Okay, I could have taken that to the house after making the catch with the terrible defensive play, the all out, you know, balls Gotta out. Gotta make the that. catch first. Yeah, but I think the Justin Jefferson factor, where his reputation is probably not where it should be yet as the best receiver in the game. He's just, because he's fantasy football nutso, he has right. games where he's three for 60, okay? He's not Julio Jones in his prime of nine for 100 and a touchdown or, you know, Megatron or, you know, whoever it is. He is probably a top two or three receiver in the league, but his reputation, as well as keeping defenses honest with him on the field, 
is a wrinkle that I don't think Stefan Diggs gave them as much as Justin Jefferson does. So having said that, with Alexander Madison getting more touches, with Dalvin Cook kind of being the metronome of the offense still when they run the ball, TJ Hawkinson, Adam Thielen is old faithful. I feel like it doesn't matter that the defense isn't what they want it to be. This offense can win anywhere. And I feel like this offense with Kirk Cousins, if he doesn't turn the ball over four times, I feel like that this is going to be more lopsided than you think, especially with, because I have Minnesota winning the game. I have them winning by, by, by two scores. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Then, then the, then the minus three line is a hammer for you. I think that, I just think that Wink Martindale is going to scheme up pressure packages to take advantage of Kirk Cousins, he is going to have turnovers, and the Giants are going to be able to run the football. So that's kind of where my logic comes in. But hey, I can't say that you're wrong. Minnesota definitely has uh, more talent on offense than the Giants do. The last game on Sunday, it's Sunday night, and it's the Baltimore Ravens against the Cincinnati Bengals. We're already hearing that it's a long shot that Lamar plays. Who knows if Snoop Huntley is going to play. We may get, what was it, Anthony Brown. I think was playing quarterback. I'm not even ashamed to admit that I'm not 100% certain who Baltimore's quarterback was last weekend because at the end of the day, if it's not Lamar and it's not Huntley, doesn't really matter. Look, the Cincinnati Bengals are a, a freaking buzzsaw right now. They did get the short end of the stick from the NFL, so I think they got some karma on their side. I think Cincinnati rolls in this one. I'd be surprised if Baltimore scores more than 10 points. So yeah. uh, Cincinnati in a landslide on this one. Yeah, I mean, if Tyler Huntley plays like uh, one of the bigger mysteries this year, because last year he balled out when Lamar Jackson was out. You know, like he 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 actually they he was played okay, well. Yeah. He they played well when 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 Lamar Jackson was out last year, and I just don't know what happened to the offense this year. So they're gonna run the ball if if Tyler Huntley plays. I think it may be more like. It'll be a little bit closer, but I think you're right. I mean, I think that the Cincinnati rolls. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's going to be too close. And honestly, if Baltimore doesn't score ten points and the offense does look anemic, they might be getting rid of offense coordinator Greg Roman. So that'll be interesting to watch. The last game of the weekend, the marquee matchup on Monday night: Troy Aikman, Joe Buck taking a look at the Dallas Cowboys on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Alex, I'm going to steal a classic line from you. I'm going with Tom Brady until Tom Brady's gone. So <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't trust Dallas. They played. I was in the building. Uh, Titans, Cowboys, Thursday night football. Dallas may have won by two scores, but they did not play good football. And they didn't play good football against Jacksonville the week before that. I didn't think that they – they obviously didn't look good last week against the Commanders. So I think Tampa Bay wins this game. It's the prime time. It's playoffs. I'm putting my money on Tom Brady before I put it on Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. So I, I think the Tampa Bay wins this game. I agree. Um, this is Todd Bowles' Super Bowl. Yes. As head coach. If they if Dallas comes in, everybody, it's Monday night. Everybody is going to be watching this game. Dallas faithful, Cowboy faithful, everybody. If Todd Bowles at all can put together a game plan, especially, especially defensively against Zeke and Tony Pollard, because one thing they didn't do against Tennessee because Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard was out. And then even mm-hmm. last week, what happened to running the ball? Run the ball 40 times. That's the strength yeah. of this team. And I don't understand why they have to try and shove Dak Prescott as an elite wide receiver one down everybody's throats. Let him be who he is. Let Zeke and Tony Pollard and the offensive line steal the show, control the clock, 
play defense, and win a damn game. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. So Todd Bowles is going to put together the best run block, run stopping defense he's put together yep. in his life. Make Dak throw, turn the ball over three times, blow that, that whole thing up. Mike McCarthy gets fired. They go to the next round, and people don't see this season as a loss, even though they were under 500. So this is Todd yeah. Bowles' Super Bowl. If they win, if they lose, there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of uncomfortability in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I think if you want to reference previous games, the Titans, number one run defense in the NFL at the end of the year. Washington, very good defensive front with a lot of good defensive linemen. That's not going to be different. You're going against Tampa Bay, who also is one of the best run-stuffing teams in the NFL, like you're saying. And we know that Todd Bowles is going to spend all his time creating the best plan he can to stop down that run game and force Dak to beat him. And I, I think that plays into Tampa Bay's hands. So I'm with you. If the Cowboys can't run the ball with success, They're not going to win in the playoffs, and I don't think they can run the ball with success on Tampa Bay. But that's going to do it for today's show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for Locked On NFL Friday. Your boy Q, Chris Carter, breaking down the playoff schedule and all the biggest news in the NFL. That's going to do it for us. Everybody stay safe and enjoy the playoff football. Bye.